good to see you, uh, good? good to see you, man. Yeah, I'm good. I got my crap together. Good. Good. And it's good to see you. What you been up to? Been, been busy? Yeah. Working on a, a project. Gosh, it's been, dude, about 2017 is when I started. And, um, you know, switching developers and COVID, you name it. So it's been, um, it's been, uh, you know, a ride, but everything's working out for the best on the journey. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. Maybe it's like that, the moment when you realize that you have the choice to, um, to do what you want to, you know, you got savings. That's the key thing, right? You have, uh, you have right. something to fall back on, but at some point you realize, um, that you can make a go of it if you want to. And, and <clears throat> what is it that you want to do? Uh, and how does it, uh, mesh with your, you know, your background, your skill set, you know, your, your, you know, kind of your makeup, right? This really seems to mesh with my, my makeup really well. I love connecting people. I mean, that's one of my favorite things to do. Like, I'm like, I'm talking to somebody and they're telling me what they do or what they're trying to do. And I'm like, my Rolodex in my head is going, all the people that would be perfect to connect them with. And um, yeah, so the very first time I met you, like it was uh, it was interesting because like that's exactly what you did. And and the weird thing is, is that's what you asked of me too. It wasn't just that you did it. You're like, oh, and by the way, can you connect me with these three people? And so I think that's really what gets you fired up more than more than anything. But as you were as you were just talking, I was thinking about you know you were saying entrepreneur, uh, being an entrepreneur, entrepreneurship, and you were saying you know, all of the things about it. And I, I, I had this thought that it, it really is an art, but the thought went beyond that. And the thought is not just that it is an art, but it is art. If you think oh, about it, because dude, I like, love that. Yeah. Because you know, you're, <laughs> you're, you're actually creating something. You just said, Hey, I can do anything I want to do. Right. So you got that blank canvas and we, we think about art being, you know, uh, the blank can or blank page to write musical notes on or a blank canvas to, to paint on, but entrepreneurship is an art, right. And there's people that do that art really well, but it is also art that we paint our story onto. And, uh, and, and I think that, you know, that part of it to me, like I, I've never been an artist per se. Like I, I can't paint, uh, I can't really sing, uh, I can't really play the piano, but the thing that I do really well is, is uh, express myself through, uh, through earning money, through creating something, right. That is, that is, you know, bigger. And, and, uh, and I just had that thought when you were saying it, you know, it, because you get, you were excited about the possibility. I can do anything I want to do. Right. What am I going to do? And that part of it gets really exciting. I love what you just said there, too. Well, you're an artist. Um, yeah. I was thinking about this the other day about how similar entrepreneurship is to that because you're creating something. But so I, I love what you just said. But then I also love what you just said about creating something bigger. Uh, and a, a good entrepreneur, they are creating something bigger than themselves. It's not just the money. It's not just right. the whatever, the idea. It's, it's, it's art, which is similar to art where it's an emotional thing. You're, you're, you're into it. You're vibing with it. You know, there's something that you're expressing and expression means nothing in the woods, in the middle of the woods by yourself. I mean, it kind of does to you, but like expression (laughs) requires receipt of it from somebody else. And, um, and so I love what you said about creating something bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like acknowledgement, like, yeah, this is good stuff. Like there's just that human connection. Um, that uh that's similar in entrepreneurship 
and art, good entrepreneurship of things and art. So like you're coming off of a, uh, of a big win of creating something bigger that serves a lot of people. Uh, I'd love to hear about it. How did, uh, yeah, obviously I've met you before this podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> love to hear how you, uh, how you got involved in, uh, in, into entrepreneurship and, you know, I know you had like an almost win or something and whatever you feel comfortable sharing on that. Sure. Um, well, uh, yeah, I, li- I like the question, and uh, you know, I, I I had the chance to serve. Um, and it's really interesting as a as an expert witness in a case uh, not too long ago, and I was deposed, and they asked me kind of that same question, and it was actually the the uh, defendant, uh, the defendant's counsel, trying to prove that I wasn't an expert in my field, and so. They went back through, and it was like one of the most uncomfortable times I've spent. And it was the first time I've done it. I'd probably be okay uh, doing it again. But it was interesting because they went back through and they said, you know, tell me, you know, tell me about your education. And so I told them about, you know, really my lack of education. Uh, and they're like, so you're saying you're an expert, you know, in the, in this field. And uh, and you know, when you ha- when you don't even have a college education, you know, where did, where did you graduate high school? Well, I didn't technically graduate high school. Um, and they're like, wait a minute. So you're telling me that you're an expert in this field and you never even graduated high school. And so it's, it's this whole thing where they're just, they're just hammering you the whole time, but it really made me stop and think about, you know, uh, where I've been and what I've done. And, you know, my, my story does start back when I was 14. I was actually, it starts earlier than that, but the first company that I actually started, I was 14 years old. Prior to that, uh, I was doing things that were, they were my own company, but it didn't have a name to it. And so I would build birdhouses and I would walk up and down the street and sell birdhouses to my, to my neighbors who probably didn't like the birdhouses, but it, but they couldn't tell, you know, this, you know, 11 year old kid who had built this birdhouse. No. And so they bought them. And so I thought it was awesome, you know, and, and then uh, at 14, I started mowing lawns, which I think is like every boy's story, at least that was my age. Uh, living in kind of the area that I lived in and, and everybody needed a lawn mowed and I, I would go out and I had a push mower and then I had a riding mower and then I had a trailer to put the riding mower on and my brother was older and he could drive me to these gigs and and uh, and then one day um, one of my customers, which was hilarious, I was 15 years old, uh, one of my customers uh, said, hey, do you know anybody that does tree work? And this this theme you'll you'll hear as I and I'm, I I promise I won't take the whole time talking about this but I, there is a theme in my that has been in my life that has served me well and sometimes it's served me poorly but it's served me well and uh, and, and at the time at 15 years old I asked them I said well, well what do you need done right and then they showed me this tree that they needed removed and uh, they said you know we've got a quote from another tree care company and it was like. $600. And to me, $600 at 15 years old, who is getting $20 to mow a lawn was like a month's worth of work. And I'm like, that's insane. Like I can cut down a tree. And so I told him, I said, it'll be $400 for me to do it. And these insane people said, okay, to a 15 year old borrowing his dad's chainsaw and coming and cutting down a tree, which was right next to their house and cleaning it up. And so it was, uh, you know, I, I look back at that now and I'm like, I've never said no to anything. I think, I think I can do everything. And I think that's typical to an entrepreneur. They think they can do everything and that's why they're able to do the things they do. And so uh, I made $400. I paid a couple of my friends. We took what we figured out was a fortune 
you know, the $400. And we, uh, we went to right to the supermarket and bought steaks and went directly camping after that. And that was my first business, real business. And I'm like, this is a thing I should be able to go do this for everybody. I just made 400 bucks at 15 years old, you know, in one day and had to pay my, my friends 50 bucks or whatever. And, and, uh, and I thought it was great. And so I uh, started a, a tree care company at the time and, and I really was in that industry until about 2009 or 2010. Uh, so a good long while, like 20, 25 years, uh, really, and had a successful business, but it was just one of those things where it was very cyclical in nature as far as uh, seasonal, that type of thing. And so, I, you know, we would feast and famine. And if you didn't save a lot of money in the in the good months, you were starving in the bad months and um, trying to keep good help, that kind of thing. I'm just like, I, I've done this for 25 years. I'm going to do something else, which I think is another uh, key to uh, most entrepreneurs, they get bored very quickly. 25 years was a long time, actually. And I had a couple of moves and a couple of different businesses during that time. But that's a long time. And most most of the time you see that yep. happening in about a five year stint where they're like, I'm bored, I've got to do something else. They may not say it like that. But that's what happens. And they go out and do, they you do know, something else. The artist theme plays right into this, the creator, like if right. you're that you you have to create something new like you can't you got to create something new right and, and maintaining is not is not an entrepreneur's job building is an entrepreneur's job maintaining is uh meant for other people that are probably better than than us entrepreneurs right uh once we built it they yeah. maintain it and that's great uh so in 2010 uh i i sold my business there was 2009 2010 i sold my business um, and uh, w- was kind of transitioning out of that, looking at what to do. Had a, had a couple of friends that I was like, uh, maybe I'll go start an insurance brokerage. Maybe I'll go do this. Maybe I'll go do that. And I wound up in healthcare and uh, um, wound up in healthcare. Started a company with a uh, with a friend that was uh, that was a consulting business. And didn't didn't realize at the time, realized it a couple of years later, that what I had done was just start the tree care company in healthcare. And what I mean by that is cyclical in nature. You have to eat, you have to kill what you eat every day. You have to go out and make sure that those those hours that you're billing are sold. You know, customers are happy, that kind of thing. And it's just it's a monster, and and it's good margin, made good money was was happy doing it and actually built some really good relationships with clients uh during that time uh but it was one of those things where it is just not number one it wasn't scalable as an entrepreneur and uh and, and it was not really marketable uh as you know the way we were doing it anyway as a company we couldn't have gone and sold the company the company was worth the receivables and the goodwill that our customers had towards us which is great but it, it just isn't it's not building wealth it's a job right and so right. uh at, at some point uh we decided to transition from that into software uh which is more recurring nature and and mailbox money if you will and uh so we we uh, started a couple of different things one of which failed you know before we saw the first dollar on and then the second thing we did was a patient communication tool uh, and, and that one hit pretty big. And as a matter of fact, I think that company today has about 200 employees. It's probably one of the larger ones in, in the uh, country right now. And uh, just all around successful company. Now, 
my my entrance and exit from that company wasn't as successful as it should have been uh, or could have been, but uh, certainly it was a it was a learning experience. And uh, yeah, go ahead. Can you share how you um, the genesis of it? Like, you kind of how did you back into that? How did you fall into that? Who did you who did you connect with? Yeah. So while we were doing consulting, I had uh, ten or twelve consultants on the road. I think I was I was managing everyone. I think I was doing the sales uh, at the time for this consulting uh, firm. And then uh, I started actually deploying consulting hours as well. So I was out in the field, I was selling, I was doing everything and we, we were making money, um, but we had decided to transition into more of a recurring model. So when that happened, uh, we looked around at what, what could we sell into these clients? And like at the point that we were at with a consulting group, we had built such strong relationships with a client that we could do anything we wanted to with them. All we had to say is, hey, we need you to buy this thing. You know, we were that that type of consultant with them. I, I mean, I was almost an employee at two or three different groups, large groups around uh, the Southeast. And so um, it was just a matter of finding a product that we thought maybe would work for them. And so uh, had just through a series of, uh, of connections, we had uh, a friend that was a uh, uh, was a programmer, and he had a piece of software that he had written and never really deployed. He had a, uh, deployed a couple of places, just some some family and friends type thing that was a uh, uh, patient communication. Uh, and we were just texted and, and e- emailed and phone called uh, for like appointments, like it's you know run the mill software software, mm-hmm. and so. Like, wait, we could probably put this in, you know, even if it's not, even if this is not a business down the road, we can make a few bucks off of this and it'll be kind of some mailbox money. And so uh, we branded it to our company. We kind of white labeled it from, from him. And I went in and, and sold it to every single one of our consulting clients. And, uh, you know, while it wasn't a ton of money, it was pretty good money. And after a couple of months of realizing, number one, this is an easy product to sell. This is not like selling consulting hours, right? Where number one, they've got to have the money. They've got to see the need. They've got to do all of that. It was selling a commoditized product that was a commodity. Everybody was doing it. Everybody, you know, every hairdresser, every veterinarian, uh, every doctor has appointment reminders and they have for a long time. I mean, this is not something that's new. What we did is, well, number one, we had, we had trusted customers that would buy anything from us. And so I went in and sold them that. And then we figured out a better pricing model. And once we got to the point where like, this may be a thing, like, instead of just making a couple of bucks at the mailbox, let's see if we can actually buy into this particular uh, product. We'll, we'll create a company and we'll change up the pricing model and maybe be able to make a run at, a run at this. And so that's what happened. One of the problems during that process is I was partnered with what I considered a really good friend. And there was a lot of things. And, uh, you know, this is, you know, uh, warning to those who will listen, like uh, there's only a few times in your life where you absolutely need to have paperwork done. And most of those times are when they're friends. Uh, when there are friends, you just don't necessarily do the paperwork. It's a handshake, a high five, and let's go do this thing because there was no money involved to begin with in this. And, uh, and, and that was really the, the start of a painful couple of years for me um, in this process. And so uh, we, we bought into this company and, and uh, there, were, there were four partners originally, really three partners, and I was cut out. I uh, didn't even realize it. There just wasn't any paperwork on it. Um, and long story short, uh, when the company started doing really well, 
and I started understanding maybe there needs to be some paperwork involved in this. It was it was way too late. And uh, yeah. they get the, they can get the, they can get hairy, kind of squishy, right? With the with uh with with relationships because you you don't want to send the other person by talking about paperwork and putting it all right. down and yet that is the very that's the when you that's need the to thing it, it'll save uh, it. most right yeah exactly exactly and yeah. wives are friends and uh, kids are friends and all of that and so there was exactly. all of that stuff that was happening at the same time and like this guy would never do anything to me that that you know wasn't only up and up and you know he's probably thinking the same thing on the other side meanwhile uh, our our goals were not aligning, and certainly our paperwork was not aligning. And once there was some money sitting on the table, which was a significant amount of money in a very short amount of time, that was sitting on the table. We took a uh, uh, venture capital partner, and that was when I figured out that you know things were just not what they seemed, uh, and, and it went downhill from there as far as the relationship goes. Now the business itself, I stayed on until 2015. And the business itself did phenomenal. As a matter of fact, to the point where I bought back into the business, I, I had the opportunity to do that, which was, you know, again, probably another mistake uh, long term to, to, to have done, but uh, is what it is now. And, and I have no regrets at this point in time. It's, you know, uh, it, it is, uh, uh, I'm in a better place and with a lot more knowledge than I would have been if, if I hadn't yeah. made those mistakes. Yeah, totally. I, I want to hear um, about the uh, the one you just you just came off of, but I, I just sure. I want to go back to uh, highlight the. Uh, so this business now is worth I don't know. I would I'll, say I'll I, I would say a couple hundred million at this point. Okay, the genesis of it was again. Can you can you go back to that? It was a uh, a programmer that one of your connections knew, and you. Yeah, as a matter of fact, the programmer was uh, the IT consultant. So he was kind of had his fingers and a lot of pies, but he was an IT consultant for one of my consulting customers. And so like we had just built a relationship uh, uh, between our, between us because he was actually his maybe two customers that he was IT consultant for. And so I would have problems on site with these things and I would just call them up and talk to them. Hey, here's what we need. Oh, and I think even the, the one of the customers already had his product and it was like, they were, they were in a really small area. And so they were almost kind of family. Uh, and so they had already put this patient communication tool in place there. And I'm like, what in the world is this, you know, that's happening here. And so we kind of already had proof of concept prior to even saying, let's go out and sell more of this. We had, you know, a current client that really liked the product that was already on it. And, uh, and this poor programmer guy, like, uh, bless his heart. That's what we say here in the South. It's, uh, you know, he could, he, he could program with the best of them, but he could, he couldn't sell anything and he didn't understand what he had. Uh, he knew that it would, it would do what he wanted it to do, but he didn't know how that, how that transferred into market value and, did the market actually value what he did? He knew he valued it because he was just like, I, I'm tired of doing these particular things. And so I'm creating something that does it automatically. And that was kind of where he stopped. And he didn't know. And as a matter of fact, he, he sold that, uh, he sold part of that ownership for uh, what was a very, very, very small amount of money, very small amount of money. I, I, I probably shouldn't even say, but it's, it, it was, not even six digits. It was in the low five digits. I'll put it that way. That's amazing. Great story of uh, being aware 
uh, making the connection, having the vision, and then you know putting in putting in the work. Right now, it's a couple hundred million. It's amazing. Okay, tell me about the uh, the latest one you're coming off of. So the uh, 2014. One of my again going back to the consulting customers. One of the consulting customers called me, and, I, and we had not been consulting at that point for a year or two. And uh, although we remained friends, and uh, it was it was a doctor, and he had he had this one particular issue with uh, with his systems, and he needed help with it, and there was some reporting deficiencies in his system, and so um, he asked me if I could help, and I said I honestly don't know, I really don't know, which um, you know was true at the time, and he said, well, can you try? And again, going back to that theme uh, that's been present all of my life, you know, my answer is always yes, right. Uh, I believe I can do it, and uh, whether I can or can't, there's a YouTube video for most things that you don't think that you can do, um, but you can. And so uh, I went and uh, I, I think I duct taped and bailing wired together a a uh, system that worked for them, and they were extremely successful, uh, probably in spite, but they thought they were extremely successful because of what I had done, and they were super happy with it. Um, and, and they made a bunch of money at, on a particular program. They got to the end of the first year and they were successful with it, which by the way, I was doing it for free. This was, this was literally a friend of mine um, that I had just, you know, it was a consulting company. It was a consulting client that then became a friend and we, we were still friends. And so uh, he called me and he said, how much do we, do we owe you for this? I, I'm like, I have no clue. I think I probably put, you know, 500 hours something silly you know it was silly what i put into this project and uh he's like well you know can we pay you and i'm like i have no clue what it's worth i quite honestly like i, I just don't know and i was uncomfortable with this with the situation because again i was talking to a friend uh and he's like well, we're gonna send you five thousand dollars i was like fine whatever i was i was willing to do it for free but he's gonna send five thousand dollars and so i took the five thousand dollars and and uh you know it was all good and great and uh and then, so I was telling my friend, which you happen to know real well because it is you, uh, <laughs> about this whole process. And, uh, you know, and, and you said, Rob, I think this is a business. I said, no, it's not a business, Dave. It's, it's not a business. It's, this, is, this is just something I did. Like, it's not sustainable. I can't, I can't keep doing this because I put in, it wasn't 500 hours. It was a lot of hours. It was every other week I was spending probably eight or nine hours per, per weekend coming up with these reports in order to, to fulfill this thing for like six or eight months. The, uh, the group themselves kept asking me, they're like, uh, we need you to do this for us again this year. I'm like, I don't even, you know, my, my wife with me sitting at the dining room table, you know, crunching spreadsheets was not super happy with this every other weekend. And I'm like, I don't know that I can continue this, like, especially not for the $5,000. It certainly wasn't worth it for that. It was more about just being able to do it and helping a friend out. And so uh, you, I don't know if you remember this, but you're like, Rob, this is a business. I'm like, no, it's not. You, you know, probably for a week or two, you're like, Rob, this is a business. I'm like, no, it's not. And then finally, I'm like, okay, maybe it's a business. The, ir the irony of it is, um, you know, my background, I wasn't doing it at the time, but my background was in uh, selling, you know, tools for uh, application development, database administration, all that stuff. So like, I, you know, when I see, you know, what you're doing, pulling reports from, you know, the back end, right, uh, to deliver 
you know, uh, dashboards and those types of things. I mean, here I am like a, a, a happy mint, you know, quick and user uh, with a right. background in, you know, uh, pulling data. Yeah. So like for me, when I saw what you're doing, I was like, and we're just going to suck that, that bad boy out and automate that thing. So you're not like spending right. hours on it. Right. And then we're just going to duplicate it. We'll, we'll, we'll find a, uh, uh, developer to create, you know, uh, an automated system and then, and then, and then pull it out. So really cool how that, uh, I, it was, it was just kind of funny because I don't know if you remember like telling me that it was a business and me saying, no, it wasn't like this happened like several times. It wasn't like one Dude, time. I, you... Do you remember like, uh, uh, I had that, like that, um, chalkboard like wall yeah. that I would write stuff oh, yeah. up on. Um, like our very first conversation, we were drawing it out like is on that wall. And they, so I'm every day I'm looking at that wall, you know, and I'm like, dude, like we got to do this thing. This is so doable. Like we just need a freaking developer. And then I'm like, I'm calling everybody who I knew was a database administrator and nobody had the time or the interest or whatever. So the, uh, you said, let's put a pitch deck together. And here I am, like I've, I've been, a, I've been a lumberjack all my life, really up to this point done a few little things in healthcare, have a little bit of a resume in healthcare, but I don't understand the world of, of investor pitching and pitch decks and, and uh, that type of thing. And so you're like, Rob, we can get money for this, right? There's, there's investors that will pay good money to have guys like us go out and create this thing. Like, let's do this thing. And I'm like, all right, you know, I, and kind of, I won't say dragging, kicking and screaming, but I, I, I wasn't a willing party necessarily. I wasn't unwilling. I was just a reluctant party. How about that? To, uh, to this process. And so, and, and by the way, I, after we had told, I had told the group that I had served uh, the year before, all right, we're going to start a business. Yes. We'll try to service you this next year with the same type of, uh, of design and software. Uh, just give me, give me a little bit. I've got to, I've got to go out and create a pitch deck and, and, and do that kind of thing. So, Meanwhile, we take about a month doing that. We both have full-time jobs. And after about a month, my friend calls me. This doctor calls me. And he's like, hey, um, uh, so do you have the software done yet? And I think he was serious. I don't think he was, I don't think he was joking. I think he was serious because he thought that you could just go out and create software that, that quickly and that easily. And I'm like, no, I haven't even started. You know, I, I have, uh, I'm putting together a pitch deck and like, I'm trying to, I'm going to go out and find some investors and like, we're, we're a long way off from having software. And he said, well, what do you need? Do you need money? And I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of what I need. And he said, okay, well, um, why don't you come talk to us? Like, we're investors. <laughs> and so that was like on a, uh, on a Tuesday. And he's like, come to our board meeting on Friday. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to come to your board meeting on Friday. And so uh, at the time, we didn't even have a, uh, a company name. We didn't have an LLC. Thank you for tuning in to the Icebreaker Reel. For part two, please check out the next episode.